All right, let's do this one last time. My name is Drew Dodger, and for the last couple months, I've been doing a podcast with my good buddy, Jacob Heron. While we love film in general, with us being artists and all, we have a fascination with animation, and we decided to start an audio podcast after we both geeked out over the animated Transformers movie. We're not perfect, we've gotten names wrong, and we don't always agree on movies. But at the end of the day, we try to bring an informative and entertaining show to you all. And we'd like to welcome you to The Cellcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Cellcast. Joining me this morning is a man who just likes the taste of fruit drops, Jacob. Why, thank you, and I'd like to introduce our co-host, a man who just decided he had to go live in a bomb-out shelter. Welcome, Drew. How are you doing this evening, this morning, whatever time of day it is, Jacob? I'm doing very well. Uh, let's see, be like, be like, ah, oh, we all get the blues every once in a while. We get, get, get the funk, or as I like to call it, Eeyore. And uh, you have one of those one of those days, just more like where things just you know kind of go, and you get internally you bo- you uh, you start bombarding bombarding yourself with just you know frustration. I and, I know the feeling. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was it was literally just like huh, depression sucks sometimes. Let's say that. <laughs> I think that's true of everybody. Yes, and uh, it it took it took me a little little bit of time to get out of it. Like like you do, and a friend of mine on Facebook. Uh, big shout out to our Candice or Candy, and uh, she had posted something about you know having depression for the day or just you know dealing with depression, and it really kind of sent me into it's like okay, be like you the the thoughts in which you are having, be like, it's like you got to step back and kind of reflect upon that. Be like, is that who I really am? No. Is that telling me anything about myself? No. Is that ref- a reflection of uh, what other people think of me? No, it's not. And it's just thinking it's okay. Be like that. I am loved. Um, I have those. Um, there, there's, there's a lot more joy in your life than you expect mm-hmm. because when you're in depression, when you have a depressive state or even mild depression, you really don't think about that. It's all consuming. Yeah. So, kind of in a note, if you do have depression, uh, talk to somebody about it. You know, don't don't sit in, don't sit in the darkness and let it consume you because it's not good for anybody. That's true. And so, be like if you have a, a trusted friend, uh, a minister, a youth minister, uh, a good friend, or a parent that has a that is, uh, that is willing to listen. You know, give an ear. You know, like just talk to people about it, and it it really does help actually talking about it. And okay. If you, and if you need, you know, go. Go to a counselor. Go to a, uh, I'd say definitely go into a counselor. Just go, just, I've done counseling before. It was great. It, it really opened my eyes a little bit more. And, uh, yeah. So if you, if you are, you know, dealing with depression, be like, you know, talk to somebody or, you know, go talk mm-hmm. to uh, professional help. And there's nothing wrong with asking for help, which we, uh, I think is a tendency in a culture. We kind of have a problem with that. Uh, so yeah, go talk, you know, go talk to people about if you have depressive thoughts or feelings or what have you. And this is relatively 
prevalent in our culture now. Go talk to somebody. You're not alone in this. So, yeah. How was my day? How was yours? Not as long, apparently. <laughs> and, oh, I forgot. I'm building, ah. a, I'm building a Batmobile. <laughs> See, I was expecting you to jump straight into the Batmobile, but... <laughs> I, I, I thought the, the Prussian thing was a little more... I'm not saying funny. you're wrong. I'm not saying you're oh, wrong. I, I know you're not. I uh, was just sitting here going, you said that three times. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways, uh, also, I'm in, uh, recently I picked up my first uh, Lego build, which is the Batmobile. Uh, yeah, so that's that's been a fun little you know journey. I'm posting pictures on Facebook. And so by the time this podcast comes out, uh yeah, I have a full Batmobile somewhere in my house. Yeah, the biggest problem, I'm just going to let you know right now, the biggest problem you're going to have with this thing is trying to figure out a place to put it when you're done. Mm-hmm. That's why I've stopped. <laughs> I got you. Start small. Start small. You did start small, I'll grant you. The yeah. ones I did were bigger than that. Yeah. But anyway. Anyways, so how is your week going, Drew? Uh, my week's been going good. We're caught up at work thankfully and so you know just plugging along yeah nothing too serious i did start a new video game uh called star wars jedi fallen order yeah it is very fun mm. i've highly suggest it mm. if you have the time well ever since i don't play video games right now and you don't have a system that could play it no i don't well, but for those our- those who are listening, who maybe are trying to decide if they should pick it up, I was not expecting to get game buying advice from a animation show. I suggest it. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what have you been watching, Jacob? Once you swallow the gummies, mm, yes, yummy gummies. Not a whole lot. I mean, like I've dabbled a little bit here and there in Disney Plus, which is there again. Disney Plus is out, so go watch, go download it, go watch it. Mm-hmm. It's all kind of animation, classic goodness. Uh, I think I watched, if I'm really honest, uh, I think I watched two episodes of Hannah Montana season two. I watched two episodes of that. And I was like, okay, that's still kind of funny. It's still silly as can be, but it's still a very well-written show. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's it so far. Yeah, that's about it. How about you? Well... <laughs> I've been watching Phineas and Ferb for mm. the past couple of days. I've probably watched about six episodes of that by now. Mm. Uh, and then I've watched a little bit of Gargoyles. Oh, yes, Gargoyles. That show is much... I knew the show was good. Don't get me wrong. Right. It's better than I remembered. Okay. Probably because when I watched it as a child, I had a short attention span and didn't realize how good it was. I just remember... Troy and Riker from Star Trek were in it because I'm a Trekkie by heart. Like you do. And, uh, you know, the gargles turn to stone by day and awaken at night and kick butt at night against a bunch of different people. I don't even remember who they fight besides Riker. Uh, a, but- lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot. A lot of um, mythical characters. But I haven't gotten to them yet. I'm still fighting Corporate Riker, as uh, I'm calling him. Corporate Riker. Xanatos, Xanatos. is his actual name. Yes. Which sounds like a uh, brand of cough syrup. <laughs> it does. Now, speaking of gargoyles, I know that they had three seasons on Disney. And they eventually switched over to ABC with their fourth season. I am only seeing right now two seasons on there, but I honestly don't know... 
how the seasons are split up enough to tell you if all four of the broadcast seasons are on there. Oh, okay. But they're only listing two seasons, and I don't know how many in each season, so... Oh, okay. And for some reason, it always wants to start me on season two. Weird. But that's beside the point. I do know it's uncut. Oh, that's good. Because apparently the Disney XD version was edited for uh, violence. Especially the episode where... uh, one of the younger ones, I don't remember. No, oh, I, yeah, he... He, 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 he sh- accidentately shoots the detective, I believe. Yes. I can't remember the names, because I actually haven't gotten to that episode. I've yeah. just read about oh, this. Oh, it's such a good episode. And, uh... Hudson. Hudson's the old dude. Hudson's the, the older gargoyle. That's right. Broadway. So, I'm going to take your word. I haven't gotten to Broadway yeah. yet. I'm still in the middle of Awakening. Hudson's gotten his name. The other three just screwed up, as they normally do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're the comic relief. Let's say that. Yes. And then the dog. Yeah. The gargoyle dog. Yes. Anyway. Oh, Bronx. I love Bronx. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a fun show. It's a great... If if you don't know this show, A, you're either too young or too old. I don't know which. <laughs> and B, you should go watch it. Yes. Highly go watch it. It's a great, movie, great show. Because I, I would assume the original creator is wanting to make more mm-hmm. gargoyles. Yeah. And this is a good way to show you're interested. Yes. So... There is that. Also, I've started my Star Wars rewatch to get ready for episode nine. Mm-hmm. I've watched through Rogue One and Star Wars A New Hope. Mm-hmm. I have to say, four. well, I try not to use episode numbers because for some reason that makes people matter than just saying Star Wars A New Hope. Mm. I don't know why. Or you could just go by its original title, Star Wars. But that does that's like saying, <laughs> if I said Star Trek... Would you know what I was talking? Would you know if I was talking about the original series, the animated series, the 2009 show, or the franchise as a whole? No clue. I'm just specifying, so there's no question. <laughs> Star Wars: A New Hope. Everyone knows what that is. Yes. Because anyway, so that's pretty much where I'm at. at. Mm. Oh, plus I also the other day got to go watch uh, Ford versus Ferrari at yeah. the new movie theater, yeah. uh, Apex Cinema Three here in Jacksonville, and it's a very good movie. I enjoyed it. If Good. you like racing movies or races, uh, definitely go see it while it's still in the theater because there's a lot of those shots where it feels like you're going 200 miles an hour down the road with them. Mm-hmm. Or I guess it's really 200 kilometers an hour, not miles. But Either I think way. anyway, go watch it. It's good. So what do we have in the news? What do we have in the news? Well, two short uh, bits of news. Uh Netflix has finally released their movie Claws, which is basically... Sandy Claws? Not Sandy Claws. It's an origin story for Santa Claus. Ah. Yeah. So, also, hint, that'll be one of the movies we'll be reviewing in December. Um, That's actually going to be the first movie we review in December. Excellent. And the second one, just so everyone's aware, is going to be Muppet Christmas Carol. Excellent. And for those of you saying, wait a minute, that's not animated. Puppetry is a form of animation. If you don't believe me, go check the Wikipedia article. (laughs) And our definition, in case anyone is curious, is that in order for it to be considered animated with it has live action elements, the animation has to be the focus of the thing. So, for instance, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, almost all the characters, except for a couple of live action characters and setting, are animated. Something like Star Wars, where all you've got is 
a couple droids, Yoda, and maybe a fat giant slug named Jabba the Hutt. Mm-hmm. That's not animated. No. <laughs> that's not, not an animated movie. It's not the focus. Mm-hmm. That's our general thought there. So, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Plus, uh, because December is busy, and I just found out it's busier than I thought it was. Yeah. Um, More on that later. Yes. Uh, we will only be doing two full episodes of the Cellcast that, that, that month. Uh, the other two weeks, until you still get content, are going to be shorts. So keep an eye out for that. Sorry oh. to jump into your news with no. podcast news, since it doesn't really go there, but <laughs> I'm a little early. Yeah, it's all good. So I just learned today, today, just before we're recording. Yes. And we talked about this earlier, but I worry. But hey, could be I could be wrong. You could be wrong. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. Mm-hmm. Well, as most people know, if they're a '90s kid, a '90s '80s kid, the movie The Rocketeer that came out in 1990, 1991, one of those. 91. Okay. You know, classic. You know, it was a, a Disney film about a, the comic that came out in 19 like. Like the, it's based on it's based it's, off a it's, comic. It's, it's, it's based on a comic that takes place in the nineteen thirties. Yes, and so be like a lot of be like I grew I grew up with the film. I absolutely love the film. I own it on DVD. They don't have it on Blu Ray yet. It's just sad. But it is on Disney Plus. It is on Disney Plus, which is a, a, a plus. Yes. So apparently, in two thousand twenty, Disney Junior is doing a three D modern version. Of the Rocketeer. And I worry. <laughs> Not that I'm going to watch it, because it's Disney Junior, and I'm fairly certain it's going to be written a little under what I'm like used to seeing, but okay. once again, I've been wrong before, I'll be wrong again, I won't be surprised if I'm wrong this time. So to give you a very quick synopsis, a young girl named Kit somehow takes on the mantle of the Rocketeer with the help of her grandfather, voiced by Frank Walker, and her young friends. And they go on many adventures and learning lessons about throughout this flying adventure. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the original actor of the Rocketeer, Billy Cumbell, 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 let me go back. <laughs> the original actor who played the Rocketeer, Billy Campbell, lends his voice to Kit's aviation obsessed father in this show so we do have a link to the original movie there there are certain elements throughout this that's it's linking to it but obviously it's set in modern time it's yeah. based in 2019 Been, it's 80 years since the since the movie took place yeah so i don't know it's it's kind of like for me if if ever if the if thundercats roar ever comes out if it ever does I will give it a shot. I will watch the first episode. And I'm a huge Thundercat fan. I was a Thundercat kid when the show was out. Mm -hmm. I was ecstatic when the 2011 show came in and then got canceled after a first season. Anyways. uh, Yeah, so... Yeah, apparently we're getting a new modern version of The Rocketeer coming out on Disney+. Plus. I mean, Disney Junior. It'll be to Disney Plus eventually, most yeah, it'll, likely. Yeah, it'll but... eventually go to Disney Plus. But yeah, that's all I have in the news. Alrighty. Well, let's move into our spoiler-free review of Grave of the Fireflies. I'm going to let you, against my better judgment, 
I'm going to let you go first. Okay. Career of the Fireflies is like Studio Ghibli, like usual. The animation is top-notch. It's amazingly beautifully animated. And it sets the the aftermath of World War II in Japan mm-hmm. and the situation in which the Japanese people were living in at the time. You know, it Just to be clear for everyone who's not sh- sure, because I was wrong about this, it does not take place around the Hiroshima or Nagasaki bombings. Mm-hmm. The atomic bomb does not show up. In fact, it's barely mentioned, at least in the dub I watched. Yes. So this is take place, you know, just before Jap- the Japanese surrender in World War II. It's very brutal and honest about mm-hmm. its subject matter. It's not a kid's movie. No, it is not. I have a lot of issues with one of our main characters, and I'll go into that in depth uh, a little bit later on in our spoiler review. But it was a very gut punch of a movie, but at the same time made me extremely angry. Like, fuming. Angry. Other than that, it's worth a watch if you're interested in it. Personally, I was not a fan of the film. It's great animation, like I said earlier. But there are certain elements within the film just made me very angry. What are your thoughts, Drew? Well, as a bit of an allusion to what I know some of your thoughts are as we talked a little bit before, Mm -hmm. I don't have the same problems that you have, mostly because of my own experience. Yes. But like you said, the animation is excellent. There was a couple points where I had to remind myself this was hand-drawn. In 1989. In 1989. Holy crap is this good animation. Yes. There's things they, they do in there that I you don't normally see until nowadays animation mm-hmm. in anime. I agree. They don't even try this in over here in the Western Hemisphere in our, in our 2D animation. I'm only just now seeing it in stuff like Demon Slayer in uh, Japanese anime and yes. things of that nature. It's stuff they're only now trying in uh, digital 2D animation. But this is hand-drawn, and they're actually doing what's called parallax scrolling for stuff. And I'm going, ah! <laughs> Looks Not to geek out too much. Uh, but, uh, admittedly, I don't, like I said, I don't have the problems Jacob has simply because I've not, I've not had his experiences there's one I do hate a character. It's just not the same character he hates. <laughs> okay then, because I about wanted to slap this woman through the television. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm gonna give everyone a fair warning. We are about to rip this beloved, not beloved. That's the wrong term. This historically important <laughs> anime to shreds, <laughs> which is probably not the smartest move. But we're going to be honest. Yeah. We're not going to pull any punches. If we pulled punches, then you have every right to not listen to us. <laughs> we are going to voice our opinions. So, so strap um, in. Uh, like I said earlier, it is definitely not a family-friendly film. Do okay. not watch this with your kids in the room. In fact, I would say if you're not a, a I would say the minimum age for this would be 21, mm-hmm. not because of violence or anything sexual. In fact, for the most part, it's fairly clean. Yeah. But for the subject matter. Yes. 
the fact that they are honest and just as honest as we're going to be. And emotionally, this is going to, it depending on who you are, this may tug on your heartstrings. Yes. It is a sad movie and it just is what it is. So that's pretty much what I have to say there before we yep. move into the actual spoilers. All right. So if you're ready to go, we'll move into our spoiler-filled vert review and bashing, apparently, of Grave of the Fireflies. Grave of the Fireflies is, of course, a, t- a Studio Ghibli film mm-hmm. directed and written by Asao Takahata and is based on the novel of the same name by Akiyuki Nosaka. And the music was done by Michio Mamiya. If you go and buy the Blu-ray, I'm going to go ahead and say this now. (laughs) There are two English dubs on there. One of them, the the one that's set to by default, uh, is done by uh, Sentai Filmworks, who is the current rights holder of the movie. And the other is the original Central Park Media dub that, unfortunately, the original audio masters were lost so they are coming off of essentially the dvd audio i believe mm-hmm. and uh, i don't know how I, I don't know the difference between the two yeah but um uh, apparently but the menu is kind of weird it is it is very weird i ended up watching the sentai filmworks dub while jacob listened to the central park dub because he checked the one that said english i did so, yeah. <laughs> we technically watched the same movie with two different sets of voice actors. Yes. But the voice actors I got the cast list for was the Sentai film work. So I'm just going to go over that right quick. Uh, Seta was played by Adam Gibbs. The only thing I found that was... In, and most of these voice actors are in lots of anime. And it's not all anime I've watched but uh, apparently in the show Black Clover, he played, I'm assuming this is pronounced, Georg or Jork. I don't know how you say that, to be honest. Uh, Setsuko was played by Emily Neves. In My Hero Academia, she played Ari and Sirius in three in three episodes. The mother was played by Shelley Colleen Black. This is the one thing I found in all of this that was not anime. Uh... In the television series version of The Purge, mm-hmm. she plays Joanne Gardner. Okay. And the aunt played by was played by Marcy Banner. And nearly every role I saw for her on IMDb included the word mom. Okay. <laughs> so apparently she has a she, mom. She's a lot of moms and one aunt in this movie. Mm. Um so uh what have you got? On your part of the research. All right. So, the movie was released in Japan in uh, July 26, 1989. It had a budget of 3.7 million yen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Its box office office gross, box office gross in Japan, was 1.7 million yen. Mm -hmm. So, it was slightly under its budget. So, its U.S. release was... Almost two decades later, in August 19th, 2018. That's the uh, Sentai Filmworks dub. Oh, okay. 
the other one I think I noted was sometime in the nineties. Yes, that was in the nineties. So that's right. So there's there's been two there's been two dubs. Of this. There's been two dubs. Okay, so I have the the more current dub. No, I have the more current dub. That's what I meant. Anyways, you listen to the older dub. I listen to the older dub. You listen to the new dub. Yes. All right. So it's U.S. weekend release was one hundred and fifty eight plus thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. It's U.S. gross was. Five hundred and nineteen plus a thousand dollars, and apparently it made the exact same thing worldwide. Okay, so I wouldn't say it underperformed, or maybe people just you know were crying too much to stay in the theater. I guess. I guess so. Uh, my assumption would be, and I know it's gonna play, it would have played better in Japan than it yeah. would have here. Yeah, and I doubt the Sentai Filmworks uh, dub was ever in a theater. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it wasn't because I know that uh, Sentai has been working with G-Kids who does the Ghibli Fest every year with Fathom Events. Mm -hmm. And I think Grave of the Fireflies has shown up in that a couple times. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. That may not be included in your numbers. Yeah, it wasn't. So uh, it might be doing better now, but I can't imagine the Filmworks dub was the first one or the one that those numbers are based on. Probably. Um. But yeah, it does sound like it did fairly well. It did fairly well. But it, it, it didn't be like it. Be like if you combine it with the its original Japanese release mm-hmm. and the American release, it probably made its budget back. Yeah, most likely. Um, and like, with all the home video releases, yeah, home releases because this is one that has kind of become that as. Miyazaki and Ghibli, Studio Ghibli as a whole, has become more and more popular. Yeah. This is that one that everyone talks about as being the most artistic. Yeah. The most serious. Mm -hmm. The most non... Most unlike every other Studio Ghibli movie. Uh, Because Miyazaki wasn't involved with it. Well, there's been other Ghibli stuff that Miyazaki's not involved that does not get... By this same director. Yeah. That does not get this dark. Oh, okay. This is by far the darkest thing Studio Ghibli, I think, has ever done that I'm aware of. I'm going to put it that way, because I've not seen every Studio Ghibli work. The the reason I said that was because having watched a few Miyazaki films, Mm -hmm. be like, it doesn't have that same flair. No. It it has some of the same... some very similar elements, but and it's you can a, definitely tell he is not involved with this film. Yes, and it is a very different uh, character design yes. thought the process that goes into yes. this. Because this is not Miyazaki. Uh, we're including it here because we actually eventually, after many years of us going through all these Ghibli stuff, we kind of want to see all the Ghibli movies. Yeah. Because it's the, it is the premier anime studio. It's the one everyone knows about, that, and the one... Anime fan people who aren't anime fans will actually go watch. Yes, which is sad because not you know there's other good stuff out there as mm-hmm. we've reviewed before. Yeah. Anyway, so I guess we should get into our likes. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go first. Go for it. I absolutely love the animation in this movie. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I said earlier, they ha- they this is one of the few times in the only time. In 2D hand drawn animation, mm-hmm. outside of 
where 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 what's known as parallax scrolling has been done to this degree. A lot of times you'll get some stuff where you know, like um, uh, Sleeping Beauty does have a couple shots where the background layers are moving at different speeds to the stuff in the foreground to kind of give you that parallax effect. Oh, yeah. This goes farther than that because there are points in time where you're watching this and you're going, and there's a part of you thinking, that wasn't 3D, but it moves like it's 3D. Okay. So for audience who doesn't know what parallaxing is. So I want you to imagine that you're stuck at a train. Mm-hmm. It happens to be an Amtrak. I'm assuming you're American. Or perhaps you're in a bigger city and a uh, passenger train comes by. Mm-hmm. As the train is passing, the inside appears to move at a slightly different speed than the outside. Mm-hmm. I have to say appears because, let's face it, we know the entire train's moving at the same speed. Yes. And so as it passes you, you can see stuff, the inside of the car kind of moves, appears to move slower than the outside so that as your perspective changes, you can actually see different parts of the car as it moves in and out behind the window. That's the easiest way I know to describe it. Mm -hmm. Another way would be like when you're, if you're driving down the road and you look out either the driver's side or passenger side car across the countryside and the stuff way out in the distance doesn't appear to move at all yeah well of course the stuff next to the car is moving by so fast you can't even keep your eyes on it mm-hmm. and everything else is kind of appears to be moving the speed different visuals difference in speed is it kind of gradiates mm-hmm. back and forth most of the time in 2d animation you do not see this they actually try to stay away from shots that would do this or they use what's known as speed lines Mm -hmm. in order to blur the animation so that they don't have to do the harder work of parallax scrolling because those are very expensive shots and i noticed four of them one was the the train at the very beginning yeah the other three were all well in the countryside around the Mm -hmm. town they end up in around those rice fields okay yeah, okay. You can see it there a lot. It's there the uh, under normal circumstances, I've seen some of that nowadays when you have a computer that can help you track this sort of thing yeah. to make it look right. Most of the time, and especially in this era, you might have a layer in front of this that would have moved slightly faster, mm-hmm. but it would not be that 3d depth of field difference as it passes in front of you it would just be if you're paying attention because you're usually not supposed to pay attention when this happens it would just be obviously two layers moving at different speeds right they actually are doing the correct form of parallax scrolling which you don't normally see in 2d animation that actually makes despite it being a 2d image kind of move as if it's three-dimensional does that make sense that does make sense okay and there's a lot of other shots, like a lot of the lighting in this is very good. Yes, I agree. Uh, there's a couple shots that <laughs> it doesn't work and kind of makes the characters look a little creepy, mm. mainly in some of the Firefly scenes. Oh, yeah. When they've got all the Fireflies there. Yeah. There's a, one of those shots of um, Setsuko that kind of makes her look possessed. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, the animation in this is 
beautiful. And that alone, I think, is worth the price of admission. Myself. Gotcha. gotcha. At least go look up some scenes, because once we get to our dislikes, you may change your mind. Maybe. So, uh, what was one? Of your, is that one of your likes also? Yeah, it was one of my likes. I would like to point out the the uh, running walking animation in this mm-hmm. film. the The points where you have uh, Setsuko. Setsuko. When you have Setsuko, he's running and he's. Oh, that's Saita. Yeah, Saita. I'm sorry, Saita. Saita. Setsuko is the girl. That's right. When he's when he's running, it'd be like you get every freaking step. It'd be like mm-hmm. get, like how much. Uh, the, your foot impact, your, like, everything. It's just incredible how the how the clothing's drawn, how the everything in this movie just drop-dead gorgeous when it comes to just the the detail work in it. And being an artist myself, I love detail. Mm-hmm. And it gives you all of that, from the backgrounds to the, the burned-out city to... Oh my gosh, like some of that you could literally just hang up as a painting and just... Oh, yeah. Just a frame is just beautiful. And some people look at you just like, what in the world? Be like... Especially some of those shots. It's like some of those, if you hung that on your wall, you would be considered a psychopath. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, are you a sadist? (laughs) Well, I did watch the movie. (laughs) Yes. And like that one guy in our group said, if you watch this movie more than once... I'm sorry. There's just something wrong with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you must just love being hurt. <laughs> yes. All right. What is your number two? My number two is the fact that this movie does not pull punches. Yeah, I agree. I admittedly, as an American, am kind of programmed, despite the fact that I don't actually want to believe this, but there's still a part of me that thinks this way. Yeah. That animation is for kids. Yeah. And most of the animation you see is very much designed with the idea that kids are going to go see this movie. Mm-hmm. This isn't. No. Definitely not. The There is a... Sh- His injured mother. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Now, they don't... Now, she's been... She was caught in the firestorm. Mm-hmm. There's that. Yes. She was pretty much... The only way they identified her was by, was her, by ring. her ring. That someone happened to notice belonged to her. Yeah. She's not in good shape. And no. they at least they're not showing much of her injuries. Because by the time we catch back up with her after they left the house, she's bandaged heel to toe like a mummy. And it's with, utterly shocking. Uh, yeah. It's like... <laughs> it's like... Uh, I didn't expect my sympathy pains to be overloaded to the fact that I didn't feel anything. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. And yet there, still you feel sore. A little, yes. a little. Um, the fact that they don't pull punches with this and actually show the brutality of what is happening mm-hmm. during this time. Yes. I appreciate. And that's because of my third like that I'll get to in a moment. In the meantime, let's talk about your your second like. All right. My second like uh, would definitely be the story. Mm-hmm. The story of just these two siblings are going on this journey. And uh, they're... Basically, it's the outcome of World War II. Yeah. With uh, Japan's uh, unconditional surrender. 
And if you're a history nerd like I am, it's like, oh my gosh, I love this. And be like, there was a part of me like, I want to find out what that that bomber was, or like what city this was, and what ship that uh, mm-hmm. these kids' father was on. Be like, what yeah. happened to that ship? And the nerd in me was like, Neek. I want to find out. But you know, and admittedly, the planes you probably could have identified exactly what type of American oh, plane it was. Yes, they by were the, by, by the way it looked. It was not a generic bomber yeah it was obviously based on looking at pictures of the actual plane yeah yeah i agree the yeah yeah i nerded out about that and then you have the story just it tugged at your heartstrings every five minutes it was like oh ow just because how you have this brother and sister basically have to try to take care of each other and honestly the brother doesn't do a very good job more on uh, that in a moment more of that in a moment um uh, uh it's a beautiful story. Beautiful story of how... Because you literally start off with the death of your one of your main characters. Oh, yeah. And then you realize the other main character is dead. And then it's literally... You watch their, their spirits through the fireflies mm-hmm. are basically... You get to see their entire story. Yeah. How they got to that point. point which is... It's like, ow! It's like you're starting off with us with no idea... No preconception that somehow this is going to have a happy ending. Yeah. You know it's going to end badly because the movie started that way. Yeah, because you literally... It's all done in flashback. Yes, and you literally watch your main character die right in front of of you. And then watch a guy literally throw the canister with the remains of the other character haphazardly out the window. Oh, and at the same time, it's like, ah, that's just wrong. It's the same time, it's like, that would happen. Yeah. Because would. people don't know. And at the same time, I, you can't really tell what nationality that guy was. No. Because I don't, th- he looked Westerner, but not really Westerner. Yeah. It was Who hard knows? to tell. Who knows? But he obviously didn't care. He yeah. was trying to clean up around all these bodies. Bodies. Yeah. And just was numb to everything. So the fact that he technically. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, the... You can this def- movie does not pull any punches. No, it doesn't. It doesn't pull punches. And it it pulls you right into a story which is very gripping and very sad. Yes. Like very, very sad. It just... It it tugs at your heartstrings and you just... You feel sympathy for these kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll definitely go into my, my extreme gripes about our rant, actually. Yes. Later on about I've- how this was basically one character's fault. Um, but other than that, the, the story is absolutely amazing that just, it's told beautifully. Mm -hmm. It's told beautifully. And, um, what's your third? The third thing I like, this is going to sound weird, but normally when you watch a movie about events of World War II, Mm -hmm. especially if it was made over here in America, right? There's very clearly good guys and very clearly bad guys. Right. It doesn't matter if the war is even the focus of it or if it just happens. Even if it just takes place during the war, like this movie does. Mm -hmm. There's still the thought of the Americans are the good guys and everyone else are the bad guys. Even our allies are somehow the bad guys. Yeah. Because they're not American. Yeah. This and to some degree, you would expect, at least I expect, yeah, a movie from another country, especially one that was our enemy at the time, yes, 
kind of be the same way where we're the good guys and you stupid Americans are the bad guys. Yeah. This movie doesn't go that route. Yeah. The Americans are just the enemy because it's a war. Mm-hmm. Japan's fighting. It's literally Japan fighting America. The other people are not yeah. ever acknowledged. and Or in this case, they're getting basically blitzed. Pretty much. But this is this is just during the Japan the American bombing of Japan. Mm-hmm. The movie never states where this bombing is taking place. Yeah, might in the it, novel. I don't know. Yeah, it's a fire. It's you know fire bombed. But there was a part of me going into this, like I said earlier, that was assuming because of how it's always been the, the synopsis of the movie is always described mm-hmm. that this must have something to do with Hiroshima or Nagasaki and yeah. the dropping of the atomic bomb. Mm-hmm. You don't get to see any of that. All you get to see is just the firebombing, which is bad enough. Yes. Let's just say that. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, the Americans are not portrayed as the bad guys. They're just portrayed as who we're fighting. Mm-hmm. Because it's a war. It's a battle. It's not, look at how horrible these Americans have done to our country and how these horrible kids had these horrible kids these kids had i'm already (laughs) leaning on what you're about to go off on (laughs) look at what these kids went to because of americans no it's not like that it's it's a war's going on it's not going favorably for our main characters country and they're suffering for it here is their suffering yeah it doesn't matter who was who that suffering is at the the hand of in this case because Frankly, it's just the results of the bombing. Yeah. It would be like... Anyway. I appreciate that on, on a level that I can't really describe. I mean, maybe it's just our current political climate. Yeah. That puts me on edge anytime war of any kind is brought up. Yeah. But it's just... I appreciate the fact that no one is really the good guy or the bad guy here. In fact, this movie really kind of harps more on what the Japanese were doing at the time than anybody else. Especially with my most hated character. I got you. The ant. I got you. Because I was, like I said earlier, I was about ready to walk up to that TV and slap her upside the face if it (laughs) was going to do any good. But, anyway, what was your third like, if you have one? Uh, I did have a third like, but you hit it earlier, which is basically the, the Brutus... Uh, honest and brutal, uh, honest and brutal ta- uh, way in which they told the story, and yet yeah, a story that a story it's visual and story holds no punches. Mm-hmm. The what's the little sister's name? Setsuko. Setsuko. Definitely, how you have the one of the main characters, Setsuko, be like how she dies. It's yes, like it's that's, like it's that it's is so that is thirty minutes of. Pain yes. of a ice pick being shoved into your heart while you're watching this little girl die. Yeah. And there's a part where you're going, ah. And then I don't know if it says this in your version, but yeah. and and ours after you know when it's obvious she's dead, it says, and she never woke up again. Yeah, it was the same. It's like, that, that that hit. I don't like, even know you if like you. I don't even know if you needed to say that. But at the same time, it's like, and here's the proverbial nail in the discussion on mm-hmm. the coffin. It's, she's dead, 
that time has come and now it's going to be the aftermath and you and <clears throat> yeah it's like uh anyway sorry i interrupted your no, like no, no. again no you be like you you hit it on you basically hit it on the hit on the hit the nail, nail on the, the head or whichever hit, how, hit the head of the nail hit the head of the nail with and it. moving on yes uh yeah just the the bruise on on brutal how, honesty bru- yeah brutal honesty of this film and uh yeah it's just it like you said it shoves a an ice pig right in your chest mm-hmm. in so many ways that even the character that and, I just I have oh a, and then just to make it worse there's the flashback scenes to the stuff they animated but didn't let you see until after she died <laughs> it's like why are you showing me this now <laughs> I mean it's painful now yes. because it's like she's dead and then all this stuff happened and mm-hmm. it's like she's still cute mm-hmm yeah it's yeah it's it's very it's very painful to watch yes so yeah that's my number three so now we're going to get into our dislikes all right and i am just going to set my microphone down get a drink of water while you rant for the next half hour (laughs) over how much you hate a certain character so have at it (laughs) all right so my number one gripe about this film would be Saita. Oh, this one irked me beyond belief, people. And let me tell you why. The reason being is because I'm an older brother. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was funny. <laughs> you literally got a glass of water. <laughs> Continue. I'm not taking that out. <laughs> okay, then. So... For some of you might know, some of you may not know, I'm an older brother. I have two younger brothers, and if you didn't, if you didn't know us and saw a picture of us, you would think I'd be the younger, but I'm actually the oldest. And uh, being an older brother, you do have the responsibility to watch out for your brothers or sisters and make sure they're okay. That's your responsibility. That's your job as an older brother or an older sister. Ask anybody who's an older brother or an older sister. You can tell, be like, if you have that kind of tight-knit relationship with a sibling that is your number one goal is to make sure they're okay be like you have their back uh 100% no matter what that's drilled into you from day one once you have another sibling and Saita I'm gonna say it he pissed me off because when you have it's okay when they find themselves homeless and they have to go live with their terrible aunt. All Saita, more on her later. More on her later, as Drew said a minute ago. All Saita had to do, because apparently he said something. And I can't remember what he said, but he said it. But he was unwilling to apologize. And then he got it in his brain that, oh, we've got money. We can go live at this bomb-out shelter. It'll be perfectly fine. It's like, okay. And so they leave. They leave the safety of their aunt's home, and all he had to do was apologize. But his pride wouldn't let him. So now he's taking his very young little sister, who has a condition. I, I couldn't I couldn't recall what kind of condition she has. They don't really say other they, than she's got a bad rash and diarrhea. Yeah, I think that comes later. But 
True, but the rash was there before they left her house. Yeah, she did have this rash. He decides they can do it on their own. Okay. The only problem is you're an irresponsible prat. (laughs) That one thing, when you are an older brother or an older sibling, there again, you had that responsibility. One, you walked away from shelter. You walked away from the ability to have food and warm clothing and basic utensils. And that's your job to make sure that that younger sibling is okay. He fell on that. And then he starts running out of money, can't provide food for her. And the farmer who says, be like, oh, can we have some, fr- can we have some rice? And it's like, well, I can't give you any rice. Well, your best bet is, is you go to that, go back to that terrible woman and apologize. He says, we'll find somebody else. That's his other mistake. What he should have done. And that's one thing you be like, the boy is selfish beyond belief that he could have simply said, Hey, if I work for you, can we have some food or B apologize to his terrible aunt and go and live with them? Even though it's not very good conditions, you're still living in shelter where there's food and you can take care of your sister who is starving to death. And you, he lets his pride get ahead of him where he won't do it. So he decides, oh, I'm going to steal food. Be like, it doesn't matter. Be like, your responsibility as an older brother is to take care of your sister and you fail beyond belief. Her death is on your conscience. And that's what pissed me off the, the hardest. Because most people are like, oh, it's the saddest movie ever. I have a friend, uh, Sabrina Arbery, um, friend of the channel, had said, be like, we were talking one day and talking about movies that uh, were the saddest. And be like, yeah, don't watch Scream of the Fireflies. It's terrible. Be like, it's so sad. It'll break your heart. It's, yes, there was parts of it that broke my heart. And it broke my heart in the same way as an older brother would, that you fail your, your, your sibling in such a terrible fashion that you are so selfish, so ignorant. It's like, yes, it's the end of World War II. It's 1945. There's not a lot left. But you darn well better make sure she gets enough food and he doesn't. Every freaking moment, he could be doing this and this and this, but he doesn't because he's freaking selfish. I think, please, breathe. (laughs) Yes. I understand you're upset. However, we don't need to take it out on the equipment. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not going to break our equipment. It's just the the older and brother in me wants to somehow grab this character by the throat, drag him into reality, and then beat the pulp out of him and say, "Do your darn job." It's okay. Sometimes when I was younger, I thought I was a horrible older brother. I thought I actually was, but my my younger brothers, Jim and Daniel. Have told me, like, yeah, you were a good good brother. He wasn't. He was a selfish little brat. I understand he was a kid. I get that. But at the same time, be like, do you not care about your sister's health? Do you not care that she's dying right in front of you? No, because you're so freaking selfish. And you only care, literally, for your own regard and your pride. Literally, let your sister die. 
And that's the reason you died. Because you failed! Anyways. That's the reason <laughs> I do not like Saita at all. He generally and overall fails as a brother. He fails as an older sibling. And I'm getting emotional about it because I have two younger siblings. And I couldn't think, be like, I would do anything for them. Anything. And so, knowing you, you don't, you are an only I'm an child. only child, so only I don't child. have, the, and I didn't have any younger cousins that were near me all the time yeah. either. Yeah. So I don't have the sibling relationship to base it on. Yeah, because, you know, I, I love my brothers to death. I would do anything for them, um, you know, within, you know, within my ability to help them. And Saita doesn't. Saita literally wants to take the easy road, wants to do everything carefree and loose, and he is the response. He is the sole responsibility. His sister dies, and he is the main problem I have about this film. So that is my rant. My so no- my number one rant. Just to prove to you that I don't disagree with you okay even though i obviously do not feel as passionate about it as you do um i will tell you where his first mistake was what was that the mistake that led to all the other Mm -hmm. mistakes he made in this film yes at one point early in the film his aunt who i will talk about momentarily yes asks him don't you have school or something to go be to be doing during the day yes and he says the factory i was working out was blown out or something that face burned down it's in the town that's destroyed anyway yeah and there's no school so he's just there playing with his little sister yeah now to some degree Mm -hmm. i understand at that moment you're Mm -hmm. only thinking about taking care of your little sister by being with her yes his mistake was that should have been clue one. Yeah. If he hadn't already thought about, which is obviously he hadn't, yeah. that perhaps in order to make peace with the people he's living with, mm-hmm. he should at the very least go out and find a job. Yeah, exactly. If he'd have done that, mm-hmm. the rest of this movie would not have happened. Exactly. I'll just say that right now. I, admittedly, my first thought, immediately looking at this at the age of 34, mm-hmm. nearly 35, anyway, my first thought is, as soon as you got to your aunt's house, after you had somewhat recovered from the shock mm-hmm. of knowing, seeing your mother be brutally hurt mm-hmm. and... Been dying. Been dead. Yeah. Having your entire life up to that point ripped out from under you Mm -hmm. and the fact that your father for reasons you don't understand you don't know yet his he's not responding to your letters yeah my first thought as a like i said being an adult yeah you go and you get a job it should never have even gotten to the point where his aunt asked him about this but to some degree you know he's a kid he's stupid yeah he may not have thought to do that yeah grant you there right that should have been his first clue maybe you need to be helping to provide not just for your little sister exactly but for the family group you are help you are living with that was nice enough to take you in yeah everything if he had taken care of that job yeah maybe not as big a job but that bit of courtesy to mm-hmm. his family yes. as a whole that yes. was 
nice enough to take care of him, Mm -hmm. even if he did not think to do it up until that point when she asked, Mm -hmm. any other thought process that that was obviously going south after that point... Would not have happened. Yes. You might have been angry with them with, with your aunt, which is understandable, which yeah. I'll get to in just a moment. Yes. <laughs> because I personally think she's... Well, I'll get to that. <laughs> but, <laughs> like you said, this entire movie is his fault. Yes, it is his fault. Everything... Because he was not... They are not the only survivors of this firestorm. Yes. Everyone else, as far as we know, uh, seemed to go work just fine. But because all he wanted to do was uh, go for one to play. No, no, I'm gonna be not. I'm gonna be not harder on him than that. Guy's a coward. Agreed. Agreed. He is a coward. Because, and you can tell that from the first. Yes, his mother just died. Yeah. Yeah. Telling his little sister that is not going to be pleasant. Yeah. But she deserved to hear it from him. Yeah. Not from his aunt. Yeah, I agree. And there's uh, there's other Especially points. since he's carrying around his mother's remains in a box and won't tell anybody what it is. is. Yeah. To the point that it's even in the shelter where her daughter dies. Mm-hmm. Literally beat away. Yes. So, I feel sorry for the daughter. I do. In some ways... Granted, not as much. Yeah. I feel sorry for him. Okay. Because while he was a coward, he was at least trying yeah. to do I'll, some things. I'll give him Wasn't that. the right things, yeah. mind you, but yeah. he was at least trying. And at that point, yeah, I am sad for him that he lost his whole world. Yeah. Over the course of what I'm assuming is about three to four months. Yeah. It's not really said. And the only other timetable you have is the war itself. And since we don't know how long before the unconditional surrender this happens, we can't really tell how long it takes. But it's, yeah, it's his fault. Yeah. Get right down to it. I agree. And also I would like to point out just something else that Saita has a tendency of blaming people. Mm Mm-hmm. He blames everybody. That's that. That's part of his cowardice. Yeah, I agree. That he, at the end, when he realizes that the war is over and that, quote-unquote, all the ships were sank, uh, which is not true. They weren't all sank. No, but um, as far as he can tell, his dad's ship was sank. Yeah. Which, which is probably, which, you know, that's believable. That's believable. Very we're, good we're, chance that happened. But at the same time... That boy better hope that his father's ship sank. Otherwise, yeah. he's... If his father ever found him before he died, he'd get his butt whooped. Yeah, he would be dead. Yeah, he'd die from that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he, he does have a tendency of blaming people. He bl- he curses his dad. He curses his mother. And, uh, like, even in Japanese culture, that's one thing you never did. Yeah. You never do that. Family like, is everything. Family is everything. And you're basically cursing your family because they died. And, he, and here's the other thing. That is still very ritualistic... Society at this point. Yes. When he buys the charcoal for his sister's cremation. Yes. Oh, that was While he goes through, you know, that part of it. Mm -hmm. What does that guy tell him to do? He says, because she is a child, you should be doing this at the temple. Yeah. Does he go to the temple? No. No, he's up on the hillside where they spent the last days of their life. Yeah. 
He he doesn't even respect her. In he that. doesn't even respect his culture in that way because I guess to some degree he may think his culture failed him. Yeah, they're gonna, he probably blames his own culture. Yeah, it, I, I, honestly, before we got into this review, I really wasn't thinking of him as the worst character, mm-hmm. and not in terms of written. I think the characters yeah. very, very well written. Yeah, they're very well written. I agree. They're, they're but very the believable. fact that he is actually the character I hate the most. Mm-hmm. I didn't think before this podcast, before we started on this review, I didn't think he was the character I hated the most. Yeah. Now I do because I realized this is this entire movie is his fault. It is. It is his fault. So yeah, just beside his a terrible character. He's he's not terrib- not written wise. Not written wise, no. But he's, he's just not. He's the whole. He's his own villain. Exactly. He is both the protagonist and antagonist, antagonist. at the same. Time. Yes, and that's what's frustrating. Yes, and and the, I would even go 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 on to say yes. While we are talking about this in our disagreement, yes, our, th- our dislike section, yes, this is not really a point against the movie. Yeah, it's just the character. It's just one character we don't like and we're griping about. Yes. So everyone at home who's thinking we don't get it, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> we just don't really like this kid. No. And just, like when, when you break it down, that this Saita is your villain, is your villain of the movie. Even though, be like, yeah, he does have quote unquote good intentions. They're not um, good intentions. The road to hell is paved hey. with good intentions. Oh, yeah. There's a reason that's an overdone saying, because yes. it's true. Yes. Yeah. He had good intentions, but he went about them the wrong way. Yes. And like I said earlier, the fact that he had so many opportunities. And the responsibility of being an older brother, and he failed. Mm-hmm. He failed miserably. And I think it's one of the reasons he died. It wasn't that he was hungry. It wasn't the fact that he was, you know, starving, hungry, malnutrition, whatever. He it wasn't the- even the broken heart of losing his entire family. It was guilt. Yeah, it was guilt. Because he, you can tell, especially that first scene, mm-hmm. now that you know that the whole thing is his fault, you look back at that first scene... You can tell he knows it's his fault. This, the entire everything is his fault. Mm-hmm. The only death he can't bl- he can't claim is his fault is his mother yeah. and his father. Yeah, because they were doing what they were supposed to be doing. Yeah, and I don't know what his mother was doing going to the shelter without the is the the brother and sister. Yeah, that's part I don't understand. Yeah, but at the same time, she was obviously caught. Somewhere where she couldn't be safe from the firestorm that came yeah. from the, the bombing. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's just, that that is that just happens. Yeah. That is a result of the war. Not as his death and his sister's death are not results of the war. It's results of how he handled the situation. Yes. And you did. Anyway. Well, yes. On to a character who actually deserves our hate because I hate them. <laughs> now, I'm not saying. Saita doesn't deserve our hate. Yeah. But I hate this character. I hate her with very fiery passion, but not as fiery as yours. Yeah. And that's the ant. Yeah. She is a total prick. <laughs> to some degree. I know to some degree she's wants him to get out there and work. Not, maybe not to provide for... She never says to provide for the family. Yeah, just to do something. Just to do something. Because, I mean, she's always um, praising... Her was her son so, and her and and her, her uh, daughter daughter in law. Mm. I think it's daughter daughter. And I couldn't tell. 
but praising because they're actually going out and doing stuff and he's just sitting around the house doing Doing nothing. nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. And to some degree, at the beginning, when I was hearing this, mm-hmm. admittedly not feeling the way you were, right, and really not knowing how this was going to completely go, I thought, is she going to be the reason they leave? And is it going to be completely unwarranted because she's being a jerk? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that she wasn't right. Yeah. We already talked about why... What she that what she was doing to some degree was correct. I don't like how she handled it. Oh, I agree. She didn't say go out and get a job. Mm-hmm. She did not say, "Look, I understand the pain you're going through, but here's the situation." She did not on. She did not offer a comforting word. Mm-hmm. She was not. She she literally was. She had a distaste, a, a, a hatred mm-hmm. herself for this boy and girl. And did not care at all when they left. Now, maybe it was her pride. Yeah. I grant you there was some pride. Mm-hmm. But you tell me a human being who sees a boy and a little girl disappear, is in, no matter how much they hate the boy, yeah. the older boy, who is literally not doing what he's supposed to be doing, doesn't go out and find that little girl. Yeah. Now, I, I will... Because I don't care... Who you are, if you know a little girl, admittedly, modern culture, Mm -hmm. I don't know how it was in Japan in the 1940s, yes, it is his responsibility to take care of his little sister. Yeah. Granted, why is there no one going to help? Why is he the only one trying to help her? Yeah. He's trying. He's just not doing it right. Yeah. Correct. Why is the aunt not trying to help the little sister? Yes, Mm -hmm. they're a burden on the family. Yeah. She can't do anything about that. She's, what, five? Yeah, she's, she's a little girl. She can't she's, do anything. She can't work. She's, she got does, little, she's got a rash. And as far as we can tell, there's no school for c- girls her age at this time. Yeah. As far as we can tell. I assume there's something, but it's the middle of a war. Yeah. Who knows what the education system looks like. Obviously, there's no school for him to go to either. Yeah. Otherwise, he would have. And once again, this movie wouldn't have happened. Right. Why is no one worried about this little girl? Why do they allow the, the brother... To take her off to who knows where. Yeah. Why do we not see a search party for her? Admittedly, they need to find him too because they need to get him back on the straight and narrow. Because in many ways, while he does blame everyone else for mm-hmm. his mis- for his failings, they're not exactly giving him a hand. No, they're not. They're not working with him. They are pretty much saying, you should go out and do all this stuff. Now, to some degree, maybe this is just American culture. Yeah. The, the, the culture I was raised in... And, Christian ideas, ideals of you should work together mm-hmm. to when someone when someone is in need, yeah. as these two are, yeah. they should the community should be rising up around them to help them, and they're not. Yeah, and the, I agree. And while I blame the entire community for that, unfortunately, the spokesperson for this community is his aunt, yeah, who is doing nothing and is being a jerk about what she thinks he the the brother ought to be doing, yeah. Not saying she's wrong. Mm-hmm. Just not saying she handled it correctly. I agree. And that's why I don't like the ant. Okay, so following that up with my number two is that all our supporting characters are basically wicked characters. Mm-hmm. They they are basically out for number one. And now I will point out that the ant, when uh, Saita and the little sister left, be like, she turns around, goes back in, but when she hears the little sister laughing, she turns around and goes back and looks. She doesn't do anything, but that gives her 
I'll, I'll that gives her some sympathy, but she didn't act on that sympathy. No, I agree. I would agree, I would agree with that. I did enjoy that little bit of animation where she had to go back and turn around. But every character is so unsympathetic mm-hmm. in every regard to everybody, including our two young characters, that it's like, oh, your mom died. Oh, let's sell her money. Yeah. Just be like, this was a relative of yours. Now, just die. Admittedly, that is practical. Yeah. Admittedly, they can't do anything. And yeah, the little girl's upset she's going to be. Yeah. Because her mother's kimono is being sold. That's. I understand where the yeah. sister's coming from. I understand where the aunt and him is coming from. Yes. They don't want, none of them really want to, but it's like, practically, you can get rice, you can get money for rice, and you can survive. Right now, surviving is your main, should be your priority. Yes. Because you've got to survive at least until relief comes after the war. Yeah. So there's relief coming after the war. Even no matter if they win or lose, relief is coming after the war. Yeah, I think if somebody's just like, yeah, relief will be here in July. Yeah. And literally, he dies before relief gets there. Yeah. Because he did not do what he should have done to survive. Exactly. There again, he's selfish. Yes, but that's back to earlier points. Yes. (laughs) And that's literally, that's the biggest problem is it's all going to come back to nobody is doing what they should be doing. Yeah. They are, every one of them is looking out for number one. The only person who's at least looking out for the little girl is the brother, but he's not handling that correctly. Yeah. And the entire time I'm watching this, I'm going, this is what happens when you don't care. Yeah. And in some ways, this is kind of where I see this country going. But this is not a political show. We're not going to go that. Yeah. I, I would point out that, you know, this obviously was during World War II. And there is a lot of... Um, it wasn't a good time, like you said earlier, for yeah. Japan. It wasn't. And but, I will say this, because it does occur to me. Japan's also a very duty-bound culture. Yes. The idea is you're supposed to do your duty. And if you yeah. don't do your duty then you don't deserve to be helped, I guess, is part of the yeah, thought process there. I agree. And they are in this sort of mindset at, during this movie. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's like, do you people not have a heart? Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Continue. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was basically, we have a, uh, a support, supporting characters who are not very supporting at all. There's only one character, a supporting character I actually like. Yeah. And that's the sheriff. Who after the guy, oh, after yeah. he stole the stuff, and that guy beats him up, A, all the way to their hideout, mm-hmm. and then all the way to the sheriff, the sheriff could have just immediately arrested him and gone out about it. This is, and it had been just as, oh yeah, just as hard and cruel as everybody else in this film. Mm-hmm. He says, no, you're not, uh, you've already beat this boy up so much so it could be considered assault, which is enough to tell that guy to get out of here. Yeah, pretty much. And, and then... He- he offers tries him water. to offers him water. He he's the first one that tells him the war is over. He doesn't come out and say the war is over, but yeah. says, "I'm sure you've heard about the last bombing, which is Hiroshima." Yeah. And then the unconditional surrender comes up later. That guy is already feeling we've lost mm-hmm. and we need to be helping, but even he doesn't. And he while he's compassionate, he doesn't help, do anything to help. Yeah, really, either one. Well, I would also bring out the kind of a good part because you have the farmer mm-hmm. who be like is helping a little bit, but then realize be like I have nothing else to give. Yeah, because he's it is still a war. He's got to send most of his 
any surplus he has, if not more than his surplus, mm. to the war effort. Mm. He's got to do his civic duty as well as anybody right. else can, and there's just only so much you can do. Yeah. That's true of anybody. There's only so much we can do, and ideally, as Christians, we believe you should give till it hurts. Yeah. But, and maybe he did. I don't know. Yeah. We don't know what situation he is in when he finally had to tell the guy no. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I keep yeah. interrupting you. Yeah. Uh, also, you did bring up the aunt. Her heel turn of, oh, because your your father is in the military. Be like, that means you get, you know, the special, you get rice, you get all this great stuff. But then when he says one little thing, he says one little thing it's, against her. It's not what he says. It's yeah. how he says it. That's true. I don't remember what he said, but what he said was very, how he said it was very rude and disrespectful. Yeah. Which immediately put him on her bad side and she just never got over it. Yeah. And I think what it was, because where I noticed the heel turn was when he said, uh, mother's dead. She died back at the, because that's what it is. She offered Mm -hmm. to take Setsuko to see their mother in the hospital. Yeah. Because that's what she thought. And he says, she's not there. She's dead. She died back at the, at the elementary school. Mm-hmm. And I haven't told her yet, be, uh, Setsuko yet, because he doesn't say why. Yeah. My assumption is he's a coward and he doesn't want to face the truth himself. Yeah. That's true. I can understand not wanting to face the truth, but you got to. Yeah. Anyway. Truth and hurts. I think that's the point where she goes, this boy's a coward. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to do his job unless... You guilt him into doing it, I suppose. Yeah. And it's from that point on, she's just a jerk about the entire affair. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, and Setsuko really doesn't help the situation at all. Well, she's a kid. She's not supposed to help. She's well, supposed to be I'm, a kid. I'm, I'm talking about the the boy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Saito. Uh, Saito. Thank you. Saito. Yeah, Saito doesn't help the situation either. Because, all, like I said earlier, all he had to do was apologize. And he didn't, because he has this pride. And he's a coward. And he's a coward. And he's a coward. But they're, again, understanding the culture, that it was it's very much uh, honor system. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get slight in the least, be like, that gives you on the the, the 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 back heel of somebody else. But at the same time, be like, this is your family. Yeah. These, these are people who, these are young children who need your help. And you are going to turn a blind eye to them. Just because it's, someone slighted you. It's very hard to look at this mm-hmm. movie after we saw Summer Wars. Yeah. Because Summer Wars is the exact opposite of this. Yes. This is about a family falling apart and dying, essentially. Yeah. Well, that was a movie about coming together. And in both cases, our lead character made a mistake. Yeah. A deadly mistake. Yeah. The Both difference is... In Summer Wars, he repented. You get right down to it. Yeah. They accepted, they forgave him, and even made him part of the family, despite the fact he shouldn't be part of the family. Yeah. In this movie, he made a mistake. He doesn't repent. He makes more mistakes. It slowly goes down and down and down and down until all of a sudden his little sister dies in a cave because she's so sick she can't eat yeah she dies of malnutrition yeah that's his fault he could he could have very easily fixed that but he didn't 
he could have fixed that from earlier on because yeah. the reason he left her there by herself, mm-hmm. which is another big no-no, yeah, was because he was going to the bank to withdraw the rest of the money. Yeah. Why did he not do that earlier? Why did he not withdraw all the money? I guess maybe he thought, you know, we dad gets back from the from the war. He, yeah. We're going to need some money to live off of. Maybe that's the thought process behind there. I don't know. Yeah. At the same time, does he not get paid in the army, in the, in the navy? <laughs> yeah. But just to wrap it all up, yeah. Know, the the movie, we are starting to ramble a bit. We are. the The fact that this movie is incredibly sad and at the same time very frustrating, mm-hmm. and very angry. Um, Which, to some degree, I think the movie was going for. Yes. It's a very heartbreaking film. Just yes, overall, it is. And I think our hatred of a lot of these characters is part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, mine's coming from more more personal experience, but yeah. Either way, so I think it's just that, sad to see any of this happen because if anybody had done something different, made yeah. a better choice, be yes. it him on multiple occasions, oh, yeah. the aunt on multiple occasions, anybody they dealt with who noted they were living obviously on the land mm-hmm. somewhere, yeah, would have just stepped up and gave them. Help them out somehow. Yeah. Which none of nobody did. Yeah. This would not have happened. Yeah. It's a and classic. I guess and th- and I guess that is part of what it is is if you don't help, what do you expect to happen? Yeah. There was one point where one of the characters would be like, "Yeah, you can't live outside the grid. You can't live outside the system." And uh, to uh, to be honest, in in that kind of situation, you can't. Mm-hmm. And uh, definitely for being a young kid. And that is also why you shouldn't separate yourself from others. Yeah, exactly. Just because you're pride. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Anyway, let's yeah. go ahead and close this out because we are going long. Right. Um, what is your rating on this movie? Oh, you go first. I was hoping you'd go first because I don't really know how I feel. Because uh, every single complaint, dislike we've had for this movie, I can't say that's not what the movie was... Tr- Part of what the movie is trying to communicate. Right. So, on a technical scale, I feel it's at least an eight, but at the same time, this is the most frustrating, sad movie I think I've ever seen. And to some degree, I don't want to rate it that high. I really don't know where to put the rating. Yeah. So, for now, I'm just going to put it at five. Got Middle it. of the road, because yeah. honestly, I don't know where to put it. It's a very good movie. Yeah. If you are a film nerd, go watch it. Yeah. I would say that. Yeah. This is a movie that deserves watching at least once. Mm-hmm. But I'm never watching this movie again. Understood. Not because of how bad or good it was in terms of quality. It's just this is not an experience I want to go through again. Yeah. My ranking would be the exact, the exact same place. Five. The animation is fantastic. The story is incredible. The the brutal honesty of the film is just uncanny. Mm-hmm. It, it rips you apart. But at the same time, it's the the characters' indecisions of doing what was right and what was needed, and instead just you know being lackadaisical about it until things are it's too late. Uh, that hurt and it made me angry. 
definitely being your brother, mm-hmm. uh, definitely being an older brother, it 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 hurt. It made it pissed me off. So, yeah, I would definitely give it a five. There again, incredible animation. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, the emotional toll on this film. And keep in mind, those of you who are more quality based in your in in reviews and ha- oh yeah. This is not an objective review, not by a long shot. Yeah, this is very much us trying to deal with our feelings on the matter, and in yeah. many ways, I think that comes down to what these our review scores are, are more on how much we enjoyed the movie. Yeah, this is not a movie either one of us really enjoyed. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. No, it's not. It'd be like kind of like you said before, this is a movie that I have no plans in the foreseeable future to ever watch again. This movie is going on my shelf with the rest of my Studio Ghibli collection. Yeah. And I'll have to keep dusting it off because that's about how often I might get back to this. I gotcha. So I would like to close out, you know, this part of the section with just saying... Because uh, I am actually I actually am happy this is in my collection. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. This is not just a collection filler like some things are. This is one I am happy to have it in my collection. It's just not one I'm going to watch again. I gotcha. Not without reason. I got you. And that reason will not be, I hadn't seen this in a while. It's like, I know why I haven't seen this in a while. Yeah. So to end off, end off with this part of the, the, the section, I'd just like to say to my brother, Jim and James and Daniel, I love you to death. Um, you're my brothers. I love you to death anyway. And to Daniel, uh, Chelsea and Amanda, I love you as well. You're little sisters to me. And I love you guys to death. So, um, so yeah when you have family when you have siblings be like it's something you don't take granted of mm-hmm. because you never know when they're gonna be gone right so yeah anyway yeah now that we've gotten the one i think we neither one of us was really looking forward to right we do have one we can definitely look forward to coming yes. out on our next review. Bring a little, bring a little more cheer to the, you know, from ironically, the, from the gloom. and which, and ironically, they thought must have thought the same thing at the time because this was a double feature with Grave of the Fireflies. Oh, jeez! Now hold on, which one came first? Grave of the Fireflies aired first. Oh, oh gosh! <laughs> oh, then you got Totoro. Oh, my man. neighbor Totoro is the next one. <laughs> I would like to point out my neighbor Yay! Totoro. Totoro himself is Studio Ghibli's mascot. Yes. He was created for this movie. Um, it is, I'm, while it in some ways is also dealing with the aftermath of World War II in right. Japan, it takes place a couple years after and uh, is not as depressing. Gotcha. <laughs> it is actually a very fun movie that makes me smile. And I am now very, and since this will be this coming out, that episode will be coming out the Saturday after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. we can be very thankful that yes. this will be the movie we're ending Studio Ghibli and Miyazaki month. Yes, I agree. Part one. Because <laughs> I haven't, just even with this sad one, I am looking forward to this again next year. Yeah. When we do the next, I'm assuming four, I haven't looked at how those Saturdays turn out yet. But, that being said, uh, we also talked earlier that for Christmas we are doing we're doing two we're doing two review episodes mm-hmm. and then two short episodes because quite frankly December is busy yeah and we Far don't too busy. and we we don't have time we didn't have time before to do four episodes and right. we knew it and now 
we've got another project coming. <laughs> yeah. Project that has actually way. filled up December even more than we intended. Right. So, um, December, we will be starting off with Claws mm-hmm. for the first month. Yeah, which is on Netflix. The first week, which is on Netflix. And then we'll be doing Muppet Christmas Carol the second week, which is on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure other locations. Yeah. Both, uh, with the exception, uh, I, I believe Muppet Christmas Girl, you can rent on Amazon. Oh. So there's that. Um, and then we have not talked about what shorts we're going to be doing yet. Hmm. But they may or may not be Christmas related. We haven't talked. All right. So keep an eye out for that. And then in January. Yeah. We're doing Don Bluth Month. Yay. Which are going to be really, really sad movies. <laughs> It's, but it's, not as sad as Grave of the Fireflies. Fireflies. Now, mind you, all the movies we are reviewing for um, Don Blue Month are all in the 80s. Yes. So they're all dark. Um, in a good way. In a good way. They're, they're, they're a Don Bluth dark movie that's really, really good. This is from the era where it's like, scare the kids half to death, but end on a happy note. Yeah. So, yeah, get, you know, get ready for that. And uh, if you have a favorite Don Bluth movie... Uh, post in the comments below. Indeed. So, uh, where can they find you, Jacob? You can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron and Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw every day. I think I'm getting better at it now. Trying to put Well, your, your art to... has been increasing ever since I've known you. Yes. I'm assuming you're referring to your posting schedule. My, my posting schedule is getting better. That's what I meant. Yes. Posting schedule. Just trying to draw something every day and... Not get distracted by Legos. Uh, so, yeah. That's that is at least a big distraction. Yes, it is a very big distraction. Uh, also, you can find me on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron. And I think that's it right now. I'll probably have to go look what my DeviantArt page is. Or my Pinterest page is. Or so, whatever your page is. Or whatever page that is. Yes. And uh, just, just as a note. It could be a TikTok for all you know. I don't think there's TikTok yet. <laughs> But uh, I know someone who actually does TikTok, and his videos are actually very funny. Uh, big shout out, Caleb. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Um, uh, as of a couple of weeks ago, I actually started. Uh, I am now a Young Living Essential Oils distributor. That basically be like, hey, I'm trying to sell oils. I'm not a you know oil snake man. I'm just trying to help people with their life and, you know, make their better life just through, you know, God-given oils. So if you're interested in, you know, possibly making your life better and uh, getting all the nasty, you know, chemical products out of your life, give me a, give me a ring, uh, hit me up on Facebook Messenger, and let's get that process started. Meanwhile, I'm sitting over here enjoying my nasty chemicals. (laughs) (laughs) Be that way then. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> dude, I'm just rock. I'm just met- yanking your chain, rock, rocking your boat, whatever the word is I want to use here. Uh, you can find me on Facebook as well under Drew Dodgen. Uh, I also have a, a page called Drew's Photo Bin that I have neglected posting my vacation pictures in, and I need to get around to doing it. I say that knowing I'll probably not even get that done by this weekend. Hopefully, I can do it over Thanksgiving. We'll see. Uh, past that. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter under uh, ggeorge759. And if I have calculated this correctly, 
you will be able to hear me on another podcast that I recorded a couple weeks ago That's with right. the guys over at Franchise Fatigue. I reviewed uh, Spider-Man Homecoming with them. Yeah. So if I've timed this correctly, I hopefully this should the their episode should already be out because I believe it comes out this Thursday, which for y'all should be two days ago. Okay. If not, I have no idea how they're handling Thanksgiving, and it could be after that for all I know. Anyway. So uh, I will be I will when I see the ep- them post the episode I will share it mm-hmm. in our Facebook group yeah. which is closed to keep the bombs out yeah which you should go take a look at and join the community and talk about and have fun with us there yeah uh, we also have a Facebook page where we try to remember to post stuff yeah I say try to remember because I think I fell off the wagon already <laughs> it's it's. It's more of a challenge trying to figure out what to post, what to post, and where to post. Because yes. sometimes we post the exact same thing. We've <laughs> done that. My favorite is when I share the post on the page I'm sharing from. <laughs> I did that earlier this week. You won't find it because I've already deleted the ex- the extraneous post. <laughs> He's just so excited about one thing he had to post it twice. <laughs> well, it was what do you think of Grave of the Fireflies? Which once again, nobody commented on except for hey where can i watch it maybe it's just because we're in the middle of miyazaki and ghibli month and this stuff's so hard to find streaming wise until uh, hbo max or whatever the hbo streaming service is because they are going there yeah so maybe i'll have better luck at christmas but if you do want to talk with us on a specific movie i do try to post a uh thing on the facebook page so that y'all can comment on, and I try to throw this up into the face, share this to the Facebook group yeah. as well. So if you want your your thoughts read on the show, please keep an eye out for that post. I try to post it uh, either Sunday or Monday. Yeah. So you got plenty of time, and if you can get it that posted before six p.m. Tuesday Central Time, yeah, there's a good chance your post, your your thought, your comment will be read on the show. So keep yeah. an eye out for that, and also. When it comes to when you listen to this pot, this episode, what are your comments on Grave of the Fireflies? Yes. Did you like it? Did you hate it? Because in our Facebook group, we will have a, 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 a tagged uh, announcement post right up there at the top. Comment there and keep the discussion going. Yeah. Tell us how horrible people we are for hating this movie. <laughs> Even though I don't think we really hated this movie. No, 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 no. Just certain characters we didn't like. Yes. Uh, so you can, of course, you can, you should uh, go to our face, our uh, website, mm-hmm. the cellcast.podbean.com, where you will find links for the closed Facebook group and links to listen to us on iTunes or Apple or whatever it's called now. Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, and uh, Google Play. Mm-hmm. So join us over there. And email. Yeah, you can email us. Thank you. At the cellcast podcast at gmail.com. I think that's every time I'm every cellcast I'm supposed to say. Oh yeah, Twitter. I did forget Twitter. Uh, we do have a Twitter account. It's at cast underscore cell because I'm an idiot and don't know what I'm didn't know what I was doing when I created the account. Uh Every time, and I think that's all the cells I'm supposed to say, so I will now say that every time you hear us say the word cell in the podcast title, that is with a single L. Yeah. I think I covered everything. I think you have. 
multiple times, probably. Right. Uh, can you think of anything else before we uh, end this thing? I'll, I'll say one thing. I'll say one thing about something that's really important. Hey, mom, dad, I love you. Alrighty then. And I love my. I love you, mom and dad, as well. <laughs> Which you just put me on the spot. Thanks yes, I did. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Hey, I, I don't even know if my mom will get to this episode. <laughs> she'll probably be like, this is so sad. Turn it off. <laughs> you never know. Well, it's anime, and yeah. she's not into anime. Uh, okay. So if she listens to it, it's going to be solely to support her son. And after we trash talk for half an hour, <laughs> it may not be enjoyable enough to listen to, and I will understand. Yeah. So. <laughs> Anyways, this has been Drew. This is Jacob. And we will catch you in the next frame. Bye. time on Okay, May, you'll be here soon.